0: This is Cornhole Champion Matt Guy, and you are listening to the Yips Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Yips Podcast. This is gonna be a mini episode where we interview seven time cornhole champion, Matt Guy. Basically how this came together was that he was playing in the Johnsonville Cornhole Championships, ACL Mania in Vegas, and the competition was broadcast on ESPN2. Davin and I just so happened to be together and we were watching. I was very curious as to how cornhole came to be broadcast on national television. So we we reached out to the American Cornhole League on Twitter at I Play cornhole. They put us right in touch with Matt Guy and we set up an interview with him and he was nice enough to help us out. So here it is, our interview with seven-time cornhole champion Matt Guy. We are joined by Matt Guy, who is a seven-time cornhole champion, and he's coming off of wins at the Johnsonville Cornhole Championships ACL Mania in Las Vegas in both singles and doubles, where he plays with his son Brett, who is his partner in doubles. Matt Guy, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for taking the time, Matt. We really appreciate oh, it. Oh yeah, okay. sure,
0: for sure. Right. Oh yeah.
2: So we're going to start with some uh, some early and uh, you know personal life questions, and and work our way through uh, through some questions about your career. Gotcha,
1: Matt. Tell us where you grew up. I grew up in Kentucky. Uh,
2: when was the first time you, you played cornhole for money or on a professional level? So the
0: first time I ever played cornhole was 1996 at a friend's party, and then my first tournament was in uh, the year 2000 when I was 30
2: years old. Mm-hmm. How do you balance uh, work and your cornhole career? Yeah, that
0: that's the tough part because, you know, I, I work Monday through Friday and I literally work 65 hours a week. I'm a sales rep, so I'm always on the run, always getting phone calls, always just going because i got to take care of my customers. So as far as playing, I mean, it's, it's almost at a point where, I mean, I've done this a long time, I understand, you know, so at this point it's, show up and just hope the rhythm and the shots there but you know over the years definitely plenty of practice time to get to the point i've gotten to but now it's kind of show up and hope it's there and
1: it's all muscle memory so it's working out pretty well so i read the american cornhole league bag rules so they have strict guidelines for uh tournament play how you know how you can have your bags so how do you like your bags because there's kind of a range that they can fall in
0: so early playing the game you know the bags were Basically one material had corn in them and it was, you know, good luck figure now because there was no consistency to them back then where obviously like any other sport it's progressed. So now we have what we call player choice bags. So you have so many different materials to use. You most bags will have a what we call a sticky side and it will have a fast side to it. At this point, In my life, I've kind of, I used to be a sticky side player, throwing low and direct, and now I have transferred that to a fast side player.
2: All righty. What made you decide to pursue a professional cornhole career? Yeah,
0: so when I was 16 years old, me and my dad were always real tight, hung around a lot, and uh, dad got into horseshoe pitching. So I just kind of tagged along, went with him, and started pitching in the league with him, and... Just from watching the better players play, I just kind of taught myself, you know, how to throw and start improving my game. And I pretty quickly, I got up into what they call the A class, which is the better pitchers. And at one time, I think my highest world ranking in horseshoes was sixth. But I was able to take basically my horseshoe pitch and transfer that into a cornhole pitch. And it was just As natural as natural could be, I mean, right away, first time I ever played, I was making three out of four, four out of four. It was just so natural to me because I threw a a one-and-a-three-quarter turn horseshoe, so the bag automatically came out of my hand flat and was spinning properly, and it was just natural as could be.
2: So you play doubles with your son, Brett. Can you tell us about some of the ups and downs that you've had together?
0: So playing doubles with my son, I mean, first and foremost, i mean you know what what dad wouldn't love doing any kind of competitions competing with their son i mean to have him as my partner is just fabulous but you know obviously we had ups we've had downs over the years we've been playing together for nine years i believe now and we've had some great outstanding moments we've had some He's mad at me. I'm mad at him moments where I'm struggling one day or he's struggling one day and, you know, an hour later we get over it, but you know, the highs of like, when we do win, are just, just, you know, I can't say enough about how great it is.
1: Yeah. What's that, what's that trip home like after a big win?
0: The trip home after a big win like that is just, I mean, a lot of laughing, a lot of smiling, a lot of talking and high-fiving people and, you know, people seeing our guy nation at the airport and asking what is guy nation and we tell them and they just think it's cool and a lot of smiles a lot of laughing we do a lot of that that's
2: that that's great uh so there's obviously been some famous father-son combos in sports we had uh ken griffey jr and senior play on the same team in baseball and uh felipe Alou coached his son moises in hockey we had gordie howe playing alongside his his sons marty and mark where do you think that you and brett rank on the all-time list of great father-son tandems.
0: Well, as far as father-son combos and sports history goes, so all those you just mentioned are actually members of team events, which, you know, me and my son, we are the team, so it's just us, so definitely different there. But when you look at our track record and how many tournaments we've won over the years and what we've done as a team, I mean, I gotta put those right at the top.
1: That makes sense. You guys, you know, you guys are the whole team. So you know, the win is a hundred percent your credit.
2: Whereas those guys were part of a team. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. You guys are uh, are definitely up there for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's again, I just can't reiterate how great it is. I mean, I love nothing in the world like I love my kids, which I have three sons, by the way. But okay, you know, to to do this to do this with him is, I you know, what more could I ask for?
1: Yeah. Based on the rankings I've seen, it looks like Kentucky has incredible cornhole players. Why do you think the elite cornhole players are in Kentucky?
0: So a lot of the fact that there's just a lot of good players in Kentucky is because they've been playing against, you know, the best in the world competition for years and years and years and years. So, you know, it just kind of goes hand in hand. When you play against better competition, you you yourself are going to improve your game or... Or you're eventually gonna, just going to say, I can't hang. So these guys, you know, play against players like me and Brad, and it makes them up their game just to compete with us. So, yeah, when you look at the rankings and what states have, you know, the more dominant players, Kentucky's pretty much always right at the top because of the competition level that we've set. Mm hmm.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Now, I'm probably between a two and three bagger. What advice do you have for someone like me that wants to improve their cornhole game so they can dominate at tailgates and backyard barbecues?
0: So, advice that I always give a lot of it is, you know, you got to keep in mind, yes, you got a two-foot wide by four-foot long board, but the name of the game is, is the middle of the board where that hole is. So, basically, all focus, no matter what, is on the middle of that board. So, when you're throwing a bag, whether it's sliding up the board into the hole or it stops and it's sitting in front of the hole. As long as it is in the middle of the board, that bag is disrupting your opponent, making them try to figure out how to go go around it. So, I mean, middle of the board, middle of the board, middle of the board is, is how you
1: win in cornhole whether they're in the hole or not okay have you ever had a perfect game in competition
0: yeah i've i've had several perfect games in competition i don't know i don't think i've ever had one like at a tournament where they're actually keeping records and stats and that but i've had you know quite a few of perfect games over the years i think i think my record is 44 in a row without a miss oh my god yeah yeah. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> How does one get involved in the ACL or ACO or any of the other cornhole uh cornhole leagues?
0: So yeah, if you want to get involved in, you know, in the cornhole association, there's um there's the ACL, the American Cornhole League, and then there's the ACO, the American Cornhole Organization, and both of them have websites that you can go on and basically just search for like regional tournaments that would be in your city. Because they both leagues have them across the country, so you go and you find regional tournaments close to you, and basically you show up, buy a membership card, and and start playing and join the rankings. And then of course you've got to play in regionals every month, and you got to play in majors when you can to build your rankings up, and you know start playing with the big boys, as they say.
1: Oh, that's great advice. All right, uh, Matt, tell us a little bit about Guy Nation and maybe some of your uh, upcoming tournaments.
0: So you know, Guy Nation is something my wife started in 2013. We had a a big tournament close to home, so a lot of family and friends were able to come watch us play. And my wife just had a Guy Nation church designed and got them for everybody that was coming. And it just kind of it kind of stuck from there. So we've kind of got the brand qu- created at this point, and we've changed the logo just recently this year. And We've even got a website, gncornhole.com, where you can go on and uh, purchase your Guy Nation gear. And then, uh, as far as upcoming tournaments, I know our next ESPN event is May 4th through 6th in Green Bay. And then there's a big event going on in Coney Island, July 4th, that's going to be on uh, ESPN, the big network. And then, you know, the world championships of both leagues are in July. So we're. We're gonna stay busy.
2: So make sure to check out Matt Guy on the upcoming tournaments on ESPN, and uh, we look forward to uh, to hearing about your your continuing career in uh, in the cornhole game as you continue your your championship run. It's been great having you.
0: Yes, sir. Will do. And I guess if you need, you know, anything else, if it don't come out right, just let me know. I got no problem helping out.
1: All right. That again was seven-time cornhole champion Matt Guy. Make sure to give him a follow on Twitter at seven-time champ mg. So seven x c h a m p m g. Thanks so much for joining us for this mini episode of the Yips Podcast. We're hopefully going to try to schedule more interviews like this. If you like them, please let us know. We'll be back next week with the usual format of the show and another story from sports history. So thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, see you next time.